Hey guys, real quick before we get started, we are doing a free giveaway for listeners between now and May 31st. Cash prizes, free swag, Yacht Meetup tickets, San Diego Padre tickets, and more. All you got to do to qualify is go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and drop a five-star review. Send a screenshot to giveaway at summerscapital.com and we'll be selecting lucky winners May 31st. As always, I appreciate the support. Now let's jump into the show. You know, we've kind of talked about this before, but... I mean, you can have the highest offer, you can have, you can have the best terms, you can create the most appealing offer, but if you can't bring it to the finish line, then what's the point? They're not going to get paid. It's they're, they're going to be even worse off to, to square one. So mm-hmm. I think building that relationship, but also the trust of being able to perform is very important. Welcome to the Rich Summers Report, where we talk real estate, business, and wealth building, all while keeping it real. No fluff, no BS. I hope that you enjoy the show. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of The Report, Saturday edition. And I got my co-host, Miss Alex Johnson. Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you. How's it going? It's going wonderful. We're wrapping up a busy week here yep. at the uh, Summers Capital office. I know Lauren and I were up north for a couple of days visiting touring properties and new opportunities for the team, for our investors, and for our mastermind as well. And uh, we had a nice dinner on Wednesday night at Lumi with our mastermind group, which was in town. That was really, really cool. Yeah, that was awesome. It was the first time meeting some people face to face. Like we feel like we know everyone. We've seen him behind a screen for so long. And we had one, you know, shout out to Hendrik from Germany. We had a couple people from Northern California all over. So it was, it was good to have everyone connect and see everyone in person. It was a really good time. For me, it's really cool to see like the relationships that they are building with one another within our group. Yeah. Um, and the friendships and partnerships that are, are developing through the group, which is really cool to see. And then I feel like the group is really starting to get some good momentum right now. I feel like deals are are starting to shake loose. Um, and so I'm excited to kind of see where we go uh, moving forward. Yeah, it's definitely cool to see all the connections. And I think just the energy, there has been a little bit of a shift. Like it's kind of snowballing. Like one thing happened, another thing happened. And then mm-hmm. uh, I think I I feel everyone being like really motivated right now. So it's it's awesome to see. We have a really good group. Yeah, no, excited for that. Um, and how the heck is it already almost November? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, we got Halloween weekend next weekend, and then it's going to be November. And then before we know it, it's going to be Thanksgiving and then Christmas. I know, a lot to look forward to. <laughs> Can't believe it's only a couple months left of the year. Mm-hmm. And by the, by the way, how did your uh, girls event go? Uh, this what do, you, what do you guys call it, the Spooky Friday? It was Friday? great, yeah. Spooky Girls Night, Ghouls Night, like G-H-O-U-L, ah, Ghouls. I don't know. I think I it's like, like a... What is it? A um, like some sort of ghost or goblin or something? Okay. I don't know. Just like kind of it. a play on words, but it was fun. Yeah, we uh, had maybe like almost twenty girls here. It was just super fun to connect. Uh, everyone, great group, great group. Everyone a good time and just kind of kick off the spooky season. I love that. <laughs> I usually go to like one like Halloween theme. Th- you know, type of thing per year. And mm-hmm. So tonight's going to be the night going yeah. to the haunted trails of Balboa. Oh Park. yeah, that's. true. <laughs> That'll be really fun. I always see the signs. I have not been, so I'm excited to hear how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, mm-hmm. with that, um, why don't we jump into our topic for the episode? Awesome. So today our question comes from Colin H. And Colin asked, how much of real estate investing is built on relationships and who you know versus strategy and knowledge? This is a great question. And, and I think, you know, a lot of it, you know, is going to be based on both, really. Mm-hmm. But I think obviously you need the strategy, you need mm-hmm. the education, 
you need that. Otherwise, people are not going to take you seriously. But once you have that baseline of knowledge in education, um, I think a lot of the other opportunities, whether it's, you know, opportunities to pick up um, new assets, new properties uh, from brokers or it's uh, lending uh, options from different lenders uh, or raising capital from investors. I believe all of that stuff is really who you know. Um, and so I would say, you know, I'll give you a prime example. So like this past week, Tuesday or Monday and Tuesday, Lauren and I went up to visit some new opportunities. Um, one of those opportunities we visited on Tuesday. Last Friday, we got wind from our lender who was in town walking. This is one of our bridge lenders. They lend on all commercial real estate assets in 50 states, but they're very like handshake relationship based, right? Yeah. And so they will lend their money to folks that they know, like, and trust. And they will lend on, you know, underperforming commercial real estate assets. It's short-term debt, typically up to two years. Um, but they did the loan for us here in, on the hotel in San Diego. Mm -hmm. And so the COO, the company was down here walking the property with Lauren and told her of an opportunity uh, up in Northern California, up in the Pacific Northwest in Washington. Um, it's a deal that uh, they're foreclosing on with one of their other borrowers. And this particular deal was, uh, it's new construction, mm -hmm. 40 units. And the developer uh, was building the property and built it out. And then he decided he wanted to operate it and, um, you know, get it operating in cash flow before he financed into refinancing into some permanent debt or maybe he was going to sell the property. Um, but this, pro this developer is not a hotel operator. And so he stopped making his debt service payments. One thing led to another. They ended up taking the property back. And now we have an opportunity to take down. Well, we, we just signed the purchase and sale agreement today. Um, a property for about 72% of the appraised value. So they took the property back on a percentage of whatever it was worth. Um, and then they're going to sell it to us for 72% of the appraised value. Um, they had other offers mm -hmm. uh, from local groups that were higher with better terms, but they want to sell us the deal because they've done business with us. They like us. They trust us. They know that we can take on this project and get it successfully from point A to point B so we can refinance into some permanent debt. And so now we have an opportunity to pick up this deal at a discount. And I say all this in that this opportunity would not be um, in a, an option for us had we not built a good relationship with the lender, mm -hmm. had we not um, paid our debt service payments every single month on time and been easy to work with with all these draws and the construction draws, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, so kudos to Lauren for, you know, being, you know, someone that that was, you know, they like and they trust and she was able to build a good relationship with them. Um, so I don't know. I, I think these types of opportunities present themselves to those who go out and um, can, you know, meet the right people, but also um, create an environment that people want to do business with, yep. you know, and I think you guys do a good job of that on the team. Thank you. Yeah. I, I think it's definitely important to, like you, like you said, have both, um, relationships is very, very important. Um, and I think to one thing you kind of touched on, but their trust in you guys and in us to be able to bring the deal across the finish line. I know we, you know, we've kind of talked about this before, but, I mean, you can have the highest offer, you can have whatever you want. I mean, you can have the best terms, you can, you know, create the most appealing offer, but if you can't bring it to the finish line, then 
what's the point? They're not going to get paid. It's they're, they're going to be even worse off to, to square one. So mm-hmm. I think building that relationship, but also the trust uh, being able to perform is very important. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the other thing I, I told Lauren, like we, we flew up there. Um, we were in the Bay area on Monday. We flew from San Francisco up to Seattle on, on Tuesday, uh, Monday night. Mm-hmm. We stayed the night in Seattle, um, Monday night. And then we woke up we went over to their office and then they flew us up there in a, a small airplane up to the the property. We toured it. We got to hang out with them all day. We even did a little wine tasting uh, with them. There's a CEO and the president of the company. And they're mm-hmm. both super, super cool dudes um, and very relationship based. And so after that day hanging out with them, I told Lauren, I said, hey, like this deal, you know, is going to lead to more opportunities, right? right? If we can close this deal, make it as smooth and, and easy as possible in terms of the transaction, um, it's going to lead to more opportunities um, down the road, which is exactly what we want. Yeah. You know, um, the other, I mean, I'll give you another example. So like I bought a eight unit multifamily deal. This is uh, years ago up in Cincinnati. And it was the same broker who sold me another 11 unit deal in Cincinnati mm-hmm. prior to that. That was my first ever deal. Um, over time, I became friends with them. And, uh, we just, we just were about the same age. Um, we were, I was new in a real estate investing at the time. He was kind of new in a commercial real estate, but, um, he got wind of, uh, a deal that this uncle owned this like eight unit property in Cincinnati for like 30 years. And he was retiring and he wanted to gift it to his, his, um, his nephew. Mm-hmm. And so he gifted this property to his nephew for like pennies on the dollar. And the nephew didn't want anything to do with it. He just wanted to sell it and make a quick buck. Yeah. And so um, this broker brought it to me and said, hey, this is a really good opportunity. If you're interested, I ended up picking it up. Um, I, I didn't I didn't have a way to take it down at the time, but I was able to find a private lender that was able to finance it um, based on the ARV and not not the actual purchase price. And so I was able to get into that deal, I think, for like $7,000 out of pocket. I bought an eight-unit multifamily deal out there and then um, refinanced into some permanent debt um, when we got the rents up, probably about nine months later. Mm-hmm. If you are a busy professional and don't have time to invest in real estate, but still want to participate in the passive income and tax benefits, my team, Summers Capital, is buying a lot of boutique hotels right now. We source the deals, we renovate the properties, and we even do all the day-to-day management, making it truly hands-off for investors. If you want to learn more to see if we can help you, go to summerscapital.com invest to book a call with our team. Again, that's summerscapital.com invest. Now back to the show. And so I say all this in that you know, these opportunities would not have presented themselves had I not built those relationships. And so, you know, I think relationships is the name of the game. Um, if you look at a lot of the big players that are doing big things, not just in real estate investing, um, but, you know, in, in different uh, forms of business, mm-hmm. the reason they have customers, the reason they have uh, endless amount of investor capital, the re- reason they have all these opportunities is because they've gone out and built relationships and they've, they've been able to build trust with those relationships. And I think if you do that consistently over time, um, you're going to see a lot of opportunities present themselves. Yeah, definitely. I think that, uh, just, you know, and taking care of them as well, taking care of like those relationships, those investors, uh, the lenders. I mean, you just, you never really know where it's going to lead. And, uh, a lot of times it comes full circle both ways too. You know, you want to be able to like provide value to them, uh, you never know when, um, you know, they're going to have something fall in their lap and you want to, you know, you want to be the first one they call. So I, I think it, it's definitely important nurturing those relationships, uh, you know, not only just for what's in it for you, but just, um, 
you know, you, you never know. It, it all comes back around. And um, yeah, I think that's super smart. I'm excited to see this this deal shake out. I know that you were saying, um, you know, it's really important to us because because of this relationship with the lenders and to mm-hmm. kind of keep that strong. So I'm, I'm excited for it. It looks looks like a beautiful property. Yeah. And, you know, here's the other thing. Like a lot of folks right now, especially in this year, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, we're not buying. The interest rate environment's yeah. too high. There's too much uncertainty in the marketplace. There's too much volatility. Well, we've been looking at deals this entire year, mm-hmm. um, especially within our mastermind, and they're all looking for deals. Yep. And so had we not been looking at deals all year, this opportunity in Washington would have presented itself and we wouldn't have been able to know if it's a good deal or bad deal because we hadn't been looking at deals all year. But because we were, we're very, we have a good pulse on what's out there and where these pricing guidances are in terms Mm -hmm. of opportunity in the marketplace. And because we have that good pulse, this opportunity came down the pipeline and we literally submitted an offer on it same day. That's a really good point being educated on what what's going on in the market and looking at those other deals, even if they don't pencil, you're going to know right when, when something does. And if, if you weren't looking at all, if you're just kind of sitting back, twiddling your thumbs, not, not looking, you're not going to know a good deal when you see it. So that's, that's a really good point. I didn't think of it like that. Mm -hmm. I agree. And then also I would say, you know, for the folks out there, they're like, Oh, I'm just going to sit back. You know, there's no good deals out there. I'm like, well, that's not true. And we're, we're a walking testament of that. And so I think right now there's just, there's no buyer competition out there. There's very low. And so, you know, if you are hungry right now and you're, 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 you're really like, you know, excited to get after it and truly take down an opportunity. Cause all it takes is one deal, yep. one deal in the commercial real estate space, whether it's multifamily or a boutique hotel, one really good deal can change your life. Yeah. It can change a lot of people's lives, all the investors, your partners. And so you know, just focus on finding that right deal. Yeah. That's, that's really all you need to do. You know, I think a lot of uh, folks that are new in the industry, they'll try to look at, you know, all these steps and there might be a hundred steps to take down a deal and, mm-hmm. you know, obviously not just get it to the finish line to where you close, but like renovate, operate, you know, and actually make money. Yeah. Right. And have like a successful exit. There's a hundred things that need to happen. And so I think it's easy to look at those hundred steps and be like, wow, I don't even know where to start. Mm-hmm. But in all reality, you could just dumb it down to like, just, take step one and step yeah. one is find a really good deal. I promise you, if you find that really good deal, you'll figure out all the other pieces. True. You know, I think one thing to keep in mind too, I've kind of seen this happen in the, in the past, but it's about to be November. It's about to be the holidays. I think sometimes people tend to like take their foot off the gas pedal or like people just aren't looking. They're like, Oh, we're going to hit the ground running in you know, in January. And so I think there will probably be, you know, some good deals that, that come up. And, um, if you are still going strong and if you're still looking for those, uh, you know, I, I think you'll be able to find them. I think people kind of, you know, they want to like relax on the holidays mm-hmm. and just kick it into the gear next year. But I, I think there's definitely going to be some opportunity in the next couple of months. Cause I, I think sometimes that tends to happen. So just, I would encourage everyone just to keep going and, and keep looking for those deals. They'll be there. That's so good. And, and you're exactly right. I, I think once Thanksgiving hits, mm-hmm. or maybe let's say like the week of Thanksgiving, yep. all the way through New Year's, mm-hmm. those those six weeks, people are like hanging out with their family. They're taking their foot off the pedal. And so this is the time, if you're hungry, to to play offense. Yep. Um, this is the time to get ahead while everyone else is just chilling. Um, and so I love that you, you mentioned that. Um, 
I'm very excited about this deal, though. I mean, I'm, I'm like, because all the stuff that we do is like heavy, heavy lifts, right? It's like heavy renovation and a lot of like managing contractors and designers and all these budgets. And it's like it's a lot of work, right? To get these projects to not just the finish line, but also to the point where we like stabilize them yeah. and then we got to refinance out. It's a lot, right? But with this particular deal, I love it because it's brand new construction. It's already furnished. Yep. They even had, get this, this is crazy. So we do the self-check-in, self-check-out model with yep. all of our, our our hotels. They even have the same exact keypad on all the doors, the door locks, and the same uh, programmer that we use. Like That's crazy. What are the, what are the chances of that? Uh, yeah, that's, that's great too because I know those things are kind of hard to come by or there's really long lead time on them just to even order them. So, I mean, that's... That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, we were like walking the property with the lender and we're just like, holy cow, like this couldn't be more meant to be. Like be cool, be cool. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Don't act too excited. (laughs) I know. know. They were like joking with us on the plane ride home. They're like, they're like, oh, we we might have to bump the prices up a little bit. (laughs) We're giving you guys too good of a deal. No, 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 no. It's just, it's good. (laughs) It's funny. So I don't know. I'm excited for it. This will be like nice plug and play for us. Like literally all we had to do is close. They're going to finance it for us. And then um, we just close on the property. We're going to take over the operations. It's really just operational play. We need better operations, better marketing. That's kind of what we're good at. That's our bread and butter. And we'll probably do a couple of things to spruce up the property. So it's about a half mile. Actually, not even. I'm going to say it's like about a block off of the lake. And um, in this area up in, in the Pacific Northwest, Lake Chelan. And um, brand new construction, two stories. It's got really nice rooms. A lot of the rooms are like really good size as well. Um, but we want to add like a couple pickleball courts. Mm-hmm. We want to do some built-in barbecue grills. Um, and that's really it. Like that's all it needs. And we're going to get this thing going. We'll get it cash flowing. And so it's going to be a good opportunity for all of us involved. And um, just super excited for it to, to kind of close out the deal with uh, with one more good deal. Yeah, it looks, uh, looks like a beautiful area. It seems like a lot of people kind of vacation there. It looks gorgeous. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think I said close out the deal. I mean, close out the year with one more good deal. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So to answer Colin's question, you know, I, I think obviously you got to start with the education. You got to start with the strategy. You got to understand that. So learn that stuff first. Otherwise, no one's going to take you seriously. Yep. You need to know that stuff. Otherwise, you're not going to talk the lingo to brokers, to investors, lenders, um, and they'll be able to see right through it. So if you don't, if you're not able to talk the lingo and you don't know what you're doing, People are not going to take you seriously. So get that down first. But after that, it's all relationships. It's all who you know. Take care of people. uh, Treat them well. Make them feel important. And just be a good human being. I think that's like what everyone on the team is good at. Um, Be a good fucking human being and treat others well. And I think if you do that over a long period of time, it will pay dividends for, for anyone out there. Yeah, I couldn't agree more said it beautifully. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, that concludes this Saturday edition. Uh, she's Alex Johnson. I'm Rich Summers. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.